Hi, I'm Dee Audrey, and this is the Profound Purpose Podcast, where we interview people from all walks of life who are living out their purpose unapologetically. Here, they will share their stories of trials and tribulations, perceived failures along the way, and the lessons they learned. It wasn't always easy, but they found a way to make it happen. Upon hearing these stories, we want you to be inspired to live out your purpose as well. Get ready and enjoy. Welcome to the next episode. Today we have a very special guest. He's an account executive who's worked with Fox, CBS, and Lamar Outdoor. He's worked with clients such as Dan Newlin, John Morgan, Todd Miner, and Funspot. He's also a real estate investor and a motivational speaker. I'm honored to introduce my friend, Mike Metters. You know that <laughs> I'm a lot, right? That's crazy. I, I yeah, no, all those all those things are true. I'm I'm glad to be here. Again, I'm a big fan of yours. I want to help you any way I can. Oh, that really means a lot. You know, you've had an amazing story. You've been my friend for the past few years. Um, I know that you've had a great life, but you have had some challenges in it. Why don't you go ahead and share your story for the listeners who don't know? Well, I'll, just the Reader's Digest version. I was born uh, in Sanford. I uh, had a mild case of cerebral palsy, which affects my right side, my right leg, my right arm. And, uh, and so I'm a cripple. <laughs> That's a bad word, but I can say it because I am, right? I just self-acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that wasn't enough, I was uh, my family were, were poor. And so uh, there's different uh, uh, definitions of poor, but let me explain some things that, that, I, that when I realized that I was poor. So uh, I got free lunches. That's not a good sign, right? You're going to get free <laughs> lunches. You that's free. That's that's a signal of poor. And then, when I was growing up, everybody wanted Chuck Taylor Converse All Stars tennis shoes, and everybody had them. They were like about twelve dollars back back in the day. Right. And my dad couldn't afford that, so I was getting Kmart uh, and uh, shoes. And uh, I remember they're called uh, Pro Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I, hated, I hated those shoes. I hated, and then did not Levi jeans, but Billy Best jeans, and it was so those things like that. I, I, I always told myself, I'll always be crippled, but I'll never be poor. I just, mm. you know, I'll, I'll, I can. There's nothing I can do, even at the age of 59. Nothing I can do with the way I carry my right hand, the way I drag my right foot, but. I certainly have uh, had the opportunity to make money, and and that is a big equalizer. So so now somebody goes, you know that Mike Metters, that guy, that guy, what's that guy? Mike Metters, the guy. Oh, that cripple guy. Yeah, you all know that guy. I know the guy. Hopefully they'll go. Is that the guy that lives over on the lake? He got that big truck. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know that guy is. So yeah, it, it, and so. That going a little bit farther, you know, everybody said, I've had such a tough life, but I've had a great life. I'm so right. very excited to be alive and, and, and blessed. Absolutely. So as I was getting, uh, as I started growing up, my mother left uh, my brother and I with my father when we were at the age of mm-hmm. six, just, excuse my language, hauled ass. And then uh, didn't, my dad didn't take it very well, mm. was terribly in love. And so as time went on, uh, when I got to be a grown man and, and in my career, uh, my dad committed suicide. I'm sorry. And I saw him. I saw I saw him. Uh, Ten minutes before he's going to do it, he said, I, "I'm done. I can't live like this." And this, mm. you've been a good son. I love you. And I'm like, "What? What? Wait, what?" He was in a hospital. Oh my and, god. And uh, I got my car. This nurse said, "No, no, we got your dad." And uh, when as soon as mm. I got back to my house, they called me. He said, "You got to come back. Your dad has dropped a bed on his neck." So. Aww. 
But here's the thing, we're all dying. Mm-hmm. My dad was a good Christian, said he was going to sit at the right hand of his heavenly father. So life is fleeting. You know, I love my pops, good guy. I, looked exa- I look exactly like him. And, but, uh, you know, we got to move on. And uh, so I've been blessed, and, you know, uh, been fortunate to meet famous people, successful people. And uh, I'm constantly finding somebody. I ask like, like you like to ask a lot of questions. My favorite questions are, how'd you get where you, where you got? Right. Did you realize you were going to be here when you were 20? Did you go? And, you know, it's, so it's, it, it's fascinating that people will tell you, go, you know what? I never thought I'd be here. Or they go, yeah, no, I saw this. I saw all of this. And uh, I asked John Morgan one time, the personal injury attorney, how much money was enough? And he said, it's never enough. He says, mm. the more money you make, the more money you spend. And then he said, as much money as I, I have, there's people that make tons more than I make. So he said, it's all, it's all relative. There's levels to it. Right. Yeah, it sounds like you've definitely been through a lot in your life, a lot of heartache, a lot of challenges. But a lot of, lot and, of but you fortune. But you keep such a great mindset. And I want you to touch on um, the power of positive thinking, how you focus so positively, and were there any books or any mentors that inspired you? Sure. So here's what I've learned. Uh, being a single man, never married, no children, I've realized that people are drawn to people it's like Christianity. People are like, something's going on with that guy. He's like saved mm-hmm. or something. And so uh, I'm a good Christian, or I'm not a good Christian, but I'm, I understand Christian principles. But I realize that people don't want to hang around somebody and go, you know what, and my dad committed suicide and I'm crippled. And what, don't you feel sorry for me? No, people want to, are, are, are drawn to people that go, listen, let's move forward. It's all good. And people right. expect, and they go, and they go, uh, I go, no, I'm a cripple. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, what do you mean you're crippled? I go, no, I am. It's all good. Don't worry. And they, <laughs> they go, how can you be so positive? Well, it, it's much better than being negative. That's true. And the more positive I become, the more, the, it, it, if, if anybody's looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend, be positive. People are drawn to you. Exactly. It's what magnetic. You know what, Diana? My dad committed suicide and... Nobody's nobody's excited about that. So again, I I just paying attention, and so and again, what what does it to 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 bemoan anything? Um, this it doesn't doesn't help. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't. And you know, your story inspires me to stay positive when I have when I'm going through things that I think are hard. I think about you and the outlook that you've had on life, and I haven't gone through anything close to what you have. It really it really moves me. And I've worked with you. We work together at Universal, and you always have this great energy. The room is better when you're there. <laughs> Thank you. We make Thank more you. tips when you're there. Like you bring that charisma with you through your positive mindset. And I realize, I realize that people are looking at me like, "Wait a minute, what's going on, like, dude? He's walking the limp." And so I realize, and, and I'm a leader in that. And then the idea because people are like, "Well, wow, if he's got, if he's that happy and that successful." you know, I could run 10 times quicker than he is and I'm better looking and I'm younger. And so I, I see the idea that, uh, that I inspire people. And so that makes me go, Oh, so I have to be, so yeah. I'm, and again, I love working at universal, even though I don't need to, I love to, to, uh, talk to those guys in those vans as we're moving those cars mm-hmm. and giving them advice about things that I should have thought about when I was 16, 19, whatever. So yeah, I'm, uh, very excited to do that and to help anybody I can. And you know, you're talking about people that for sure that that helped me and inspired me. John Morgan was one. How'd you meet him? 
He's a big name. <laughs> he's, he's a huge name. And I'm, a, I'm the biggest fan. I could tell you John Morgan stories all day. But the, the first time I met him, I became a, I, I, got, I went to the University of Southern Mississippi and was a, uh, got my degree in radio, television, and film. And I thought I wanted to run a camera. And uh, I realized very quickly, there's no money in that. I worked at Fox for 25 years here in Orlando. And uh, about three or four years into it, I noticed that I was wearing uh, jeans and t-shirts and driving an old beat-up car to work. And then there was some people wearing suits and ties with nice right. watches. And I go, what are they doing? They're called, they're called account executives. Mm. And I said, well, that's what I want to do. You and then, saw it. Exactly. I go, I, I just need to see something to go, that's what I want. So everybody goes, come on, Mike, those guys make six figures plus, And you know, want your cripple, you drive an old car. I had a car with three doors. I had a four-door car, but it one got ripped off in a accident mm. so i'm driving around with a piece of plastic over one car door and they're like come on mike you're never gonna get the job so five times i applied for the job four times i didn't get it and each time i didn't get wow. it they call you and they go you know unfortunately we didn't give you the job because we gave it to sam and i go it's okay i'll get the next one and if i'll get the next one i'll get the next one i'll get the next one if persistence I get one. persistence exactly major key <laughs> it's it's persistence is it's key to anything so anyway make long story short the fifth time I was going to, uh, my friend Tom Hildreth, he, he was saying, Mike, they're laughing at you. you they have to uh, interview you because you work at the station, but you're never going to get that job. Everybody in the whole place is laughing at you. And I was, my spirit was about to be broken. I go into the fifth, uh, second interview, and I was thinking, you know, she's going to go, fortunately, we didn't give you the job. We gave the job to Sam. And I was going to go, if I don't get this one, I'll get the next one. I'll get the next one. She goes, mm-hmm. and you got the job? Oh my Let me gosh. introduce you to your secretary. Let me introduce you, take you to office. Here's a company credit card. I was like, woo. And you know, uh, so I'm so excited. So, I mean, my salary jumped immediately. I go back out into the studio where my friend Tom was there and running the camera. And he goes, I go, Tom, man, I got the job, dude. I got the job. I'm so excited. I could take him to lunch or I got a company oh, credit card. Yeah. And he goes, Mike, you suck, dude. You're only going to be there six months. You're going to fire. They're going to fire you. You don't know what you're doing. Mm. He goes, you you suck. MC Hammer has a song, <laughs> and it says, "People are like crabs in a barrel; they won't let anybody up." So just hang around people. Don't hang around people that won't let you up. I want I want people to 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 say John Moore goes. He gives me advice all the time. Come up here, let me tell you some advice, and I listen and I take it. I don't want to hang around anybody that's negative. Well, we can't do that. We, we that that never works for me, you know. Yeah, stay away from the toms exactly. and the naysayers. Right. It sounds like he was projecting onto you his own fears, setbacks, limits, insecurities, and then you defied it, and he still didn't want to accept it. And you had almost given up at that point, right? And then you finally broke through. Right. You finally got the job. I wasn't going to give up, but you're right. I was, but you my you said it was, was about to be broken. your spirit was about to be broken. Yes. So it was like. You were at the last straw, yes, the would last you say? Straw. Yes. Yeah, and then you finally got it. Yes. And so even, I haven't seen Tom in 10 years, but he'll go, he, oh, last time I saw him, he goes, let me see your watch. Is that your watch? Is that a real <laughs> Rolex? And I go, yeah, it is. He goes, let me see the, the time it, it's sweeping or ticking. I go, it's sweeping. It's real. <laughs> he goes, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> so anyway, so I want to hang around people that, 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 uh, that inspire me it's just it's just better it's like the it's like the best drug in the world like let's move and you know when to talk to you and you say mike i'm gonna do a podcast it makes me think wow what's it interesting so i'm in i'm interested because you know i i'm 59 years old but i got 10 15 20 years left i'm i'm not slowing down i, I there's so many things i want to do bigger cars better jet skis it's all of it for sure for sure yeah you stay motivated and it really keeps me inspired 
to get the most out of life? You know, what advice would you give to your 24-year-old self? That's a good question. I would say, listen, uh, you know, it, it, it's all going to come. Just keep working. Just Persistence. Keep, just keep, just stay there. And then I would have saved more money, obviously. As an old man, I don't have a children, so I probably should have found somebody to have a children or adopted a, a, a baby because, you know, I have so much ideas I want to share with people. And so, right. and, you know, so, but yeah, have few regrets because somebody told me one time, if you have regrets, what are the, who cares about right, regrets? Right, what's the point? You what's can't go point? back. That's right, move on. 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that you're always willing to give back to the younger generations and give advice to people like myself. Somebody, uh, I, I was failing at being an account executive because I didn't know what they were doing and I didn't know how that there was a bit of a, it's like a rap, like talking to girls or selling. And uh, I went with this guy and he, he we were talking and uh, he asked me, in, in short, he asked me how much money I made. And I told him $36,000 a year. And I thought that was a lot of money. And he goes, do you think that's a lot of money? And I go, yeah. And he laughed at me. <laughs> and I go, well, how much money do you make? And he said, a lot more than that. So he said, so we started talking some more. So we're, we're, we're um, taking back to his uh, hotel. And he says, Mike, I got this book I want to uh, give you. And it's a great book. This guy's written this book. And people all over the world has been changed by it so he's going on I'm thinking that's Jesus Christ the Bible you know <laughs> his, you know right. inspir inspiring John and the rest of the people that wrote that wrote the Bible it's Jesus and I was just about to stop him and go you know what his name was Steve Miller he's I was about to say Steve I know it's you're talking about Jesus and you're gonna ask me to pull over the side of the road and get on my hands and knees and give my life to Jesus I've already done that that's so good thank God I didn't he said my friend wrote the book and his name is Zig Ziglar and mm. it's called see you at the top and he goes, I'm going to buy this book for you. And he goes, I'm never going to ask you if you read it because it's, that's not what it's about. If you get something out of it, good. If you don't get something out of it, leave it somewhere so somebody could find it. He goes, that wow. book changed my life. I go, listen, Steve, you don't have to, you ain't got to buy me nothing. I'm going to go buy it. So I read the book. I uh, quote the guy. The guy's dead now. But what an interesting guy. I went to see him speak about three or four times. And so about things that he says, you can have everything you want in life as long as you help enough other people get what they want. So mm. it's the theory of reciprocity, of blessings. Right. So again, I want to help you because I want to get what you want. I'm going to help you get where you're going because I want, I want more. And, and I've been helped. And so anybody that I say, that I see that somebody's really can use my help and takes it. And you know, I've always noticed that you, when I give you an idea, you run with it. Uh, I want to help. That's my lot in life. I want to help anybody that wants to get ahead because people have helped me and some people didn't you know uh i like to ask questions and i remember a couple this one guy i asked him how he got to where he was and did he think he was going to be ceo of a company and he kind of gave me this offhanded answer like when i was a kid i wanted to be an adult and i was thinking what how mean is that but so condescending but john morgan todd minor the guys that own the airy family who own fun spot they've all been very generous with me with their ideas about how they started the guy john the fun spot got a great story he started working at the little 500 which is now closed and at a go-kart now he's got like three three big amusement parks genius just a wow. hard working good good sweet genius and it just goes to show how willing people are to help. I remember when I started my journey wanting to become a songwriter and entrepreneur, I was really into Ty Lopez and his whole thing is you got to find a mentor in your field. You got to find someone who's done it and get advice from them. And at first it's like, well, 
geez, I don't want to bother anybody. Like these people are probably really busy. Like you have this whole story, at least I did, built up in my head that it was going to be hard. And then when I actually went out and met people, songwriting mentors like Billy Pace and Keith Andes and, you know, entrepreneurship mentors like yourself, you guys were all really willing to talk and share and and give me advice on my journey that I could apply because people love to talk about themselves. Yes, I do, including myself. And so you're right. I think there's more people that that have have gained good success through their hard work are easy to to, to disseminate it. John Moore, right. if he thinks that you're listening and you're interested, that guy, that guy's got a wealth of knowledge and sit there and I've talked to him for four or five hours. Just mm. fascinating, and you're like, wow. And so, and so, some people are like I, I'm not telling you. There's some people, but those some but, people, but they're not the ones meant exactly. for you. It's like that's where persistence comes in. Yes. If you keep trying, eventually you'll find a mentor. And yes. then you can be on a whole nother plane. Right. Especially if people see that you're trying. People that people always told me, they go, you know what I help with you, Mike? And I go, why? And I go, you seem to be taking my advice to heart and trying. And that's the best thing. So right. If somebody, exactly. If somebody says, hey, let's, uh, you want to uh, start buying cars and you, here's, how, here's where you, the first kind of car you should buy. And if they go, yeah, I, I, th- I was thinking about that, but I never bought one. I'm not thinking, I don't want anyone to buy that. Well, then, okay, then you don't need my advice. So you're right. Right. I'm sure it's not fun to keep giving somebody advice and you check in with them and they haven't taken any of it. Yes. Like I remember when when I asked you for advice, you recommended See You at the Top and I went out, I bought it and I read it that week. And you were like, wow, nobody does that. And I'm like, well, they should. They should. (laughs) What's the point of asking you how you did it if I'm not going to apply the knowledge that you share? So. Yeah. And that's that's why that's why I'm drawn to you. That's why I want to help you any way I can. And I want to I appreciate introduce that. you to people that I know. So yeah, we're good. We're good. You, listen, as as inspiring as my story is, and I'll, it sounds a little egotistical to say that yours, you have such a great because you're an old soul. How old are you? And and you're you're thinking like you're forty. So oh, thank so you. Beautiful. Idea. I really am internally forty. I feel like it's a good thing though. <laughs> you're, you're a pretty forty. <laughs> Some people use it. They go, well, you know what? Next month I'm going to start this or. And when I get in my when I finalize my divorce or I break up with my boyfriend or I break up with my girlfriend who's negative, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Right. Don't wait for the perfect time. Do not. There's never a perfect never, time. Never. Never. I perfect. love that, and I love how you've embodied the concept of self love and acceptance. Yes. Can you touch on that? Well, again, uh, people always they want to ask me what's wrong, but they don't or they can't or they don't know mm. how to say it, and so I say it and just like you could see the the. The balloon that's out. I go, you know what? I'm this, and they go, oh my god! You know, I knew a guy when I was in, in fifth grade who had was kind of walked like you, and I always wondered, or you know, we liked him, or he was my best friend. So it's kind of like, do you have any black friends? Oh, I've got a lot of black friends. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, well, that's obvious. Shut up. So <laughs> I love myself. It's the best I can be. I try to be the best I can do. So there's nothing else. I just want to present myself, and so I believe, fat, skinny, freckles, acne, whatever anybody's going. You just gotta say this is me and and be happy about it because people are drawn to people that that have self love, right? What is Whitney Houston? Mm. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. I mean, really, because that's so I love, true. I love myself, and if uh, you know, again, we talked about people sometimes uh, b- being uh, standoffish to me, uh, you know. So, but it's okay. I love myself, and I don't take any take take any. Um, I take no. I feel no ill will if somebody goes, I don't like him. He's kind of weird. It's okay. I love myself. Right. You don't take that on. You don't let it define you. No. 
That's amazing. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. I want to be positive. I want to be a motivator. I want to be... Uh... Let me tell you a quick story. I, sure. I've run nine marathons. And oh, countless, really? You, you, uh, That's awesome. Uh, half marathons. So I run around this my loop, this my, my neighborhood, and it's about a four-mile loop. And so at one point I was running, this kid would come out, and I get a feeling he might have been little special needs, but he would come out and start screaming, for Gump, for Gump, for Gump. At you? By. Yes. Oh, God. So one day his mother comes out and starts beating the, the dog <laughs> shit out of him, and, and I turn around, and, and she's like, stop it. And, and I go, no, 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 that's in, I'm inspired. I love that movie, for Gump, and if I could even be an inch of what for Gump represented and was, mm. I love it. And I said, please, don't, no, 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 it's all good. I When he says that, when I come by, I, it, it makes me run a little faster, so... Again, to be, uh, to be, uh, people look at me, good or bad, I, I try to turn whatever's into a right, so anyway. For sure. Somewhere, so, he's, somewhere he's going. I got beat up by my mother because, <laughs> but anyway, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and that just goes to show your perception of it. Like, you didn't perceive it as a negative thing because you accept yourself. I feel like you embody confidence, and um, I want you to touch on that as well, like, how did you become so confident? I noticed you don't take things personal that other people would take personal. Nothing personal. And then the other thing is that I just look and go, wow, you did that. And look how much money you made this year. And why are you doing this? And So I, even when I didn't have all the things that I have, I always knew, like, and they go, oh, you, you ran a 5K? You ran a 10? Oh, you ran a half marathon? So I, I, I took those things, and it was just a, a buildup of things that, uh, you know, to, to be confident in you know like oh mm. you're funny oh yeah no, i'm funny so i i listened I, I love compliments and i listen to people what tell me and if they seem like you're a little too this i go oh i i take it i take things into consideration but the negative goes out it's out with the trash the positive stays with me because you know what i, I th that person said that they like what i said and filter the negative accept the positive and right. then, then one thing in terms about a compliment, people go, you don't mind, you're this and that. And I used to go, no, really, I'm not really. But I realized, you've got to say yes, I am. you got to accept like if the compliment. I say, if I say you're beautiful, what do you say? Thank you. I am, thank you. I try, <laughs> I try. I'm very lucky. My parents were have good genes, so yeah, I'm supposed to be, oh, no. Yeah. So yeah, it's all good. Thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. I feel like we touched on a lot of great points, and I know the listeners are going to be inspired by your story, because I know I am. Listen, you're, I'm inspired by what you're doing. It's, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be very successful, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Well, that's all for today, and we'll see you next time.